Martha Washington. She's the first first lady. She was born on June 2nd. 1731. Gemini. Gemini. We love that. I don't know. What is... what. Gemini's like... um, Well, Gemini is like... Okay. This is like so minor, my astrological knowledge. But Gemini is like the balancing like you can kind of be one person and then be another person which like is martha i was gonna say that that is what we learned which you all will find out soon that really wow that encompasses martha's that's her vibe yeah as a first lady okay so elise tell us about where she was born so she was born in um chestnut grove virginia which Classic. I feel like everyone was born in Virginia. That just was there another colony? Who can tell? Uh, so your typical Virginia situation. Uh, she was. I don't know if she was rich. I guess she was. Her father had money. They had they, a lot of slaves, right? Well, they had some. Yeah, she was a little. She was less rich than her drama first husband. <gasps> Classic. I mean, and then seriously. She stole her we'll get there. But yeah, so some drama. She's the oldest daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's rumors of the illegitimate half sister and rumors of a half brother too born into slavery. So her father what's her maiden name dandridge dandridge yeah uh clearly was sleeping with slaves which classic yeah i mean (laughs) we're not surprised appalled not surprised yeah i mean that's just unfortunate but martha was a teenager when she married her first husband who was what was his name daniel park custis oh that's right that's right no you're right you're right he was 38 she was 18 (laughs) (laughs) so i what I'm really curious about, which you can't seem to find, is how they met. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's right. Like, why was well, a 38-year-old... I mean, he was probably really old at that time, because, like, can't believe he lived that long. Well, he's, it says his... So, okay, a lot of the information that we're getting, we should say, <laughs> is from a book called First Ladies, yeah. and it's connect... It's, it's sort of a curated by a woman named Susan Swain, and she gets really good writers to all, like, tell their stories about and things that they know about the First Lady. So, Martha, it said... Um, he was Daniel Park Custis was 20 years older than Martha and it was because his dad never let him marry anyone because nobody was good enough but (gasps) Martha came in and like switched it up okay so so Papa Custis was not having it with most of these women and then yeah Daniel has daddy issues (laughs) (laughs) right off the bat need to know more about him that would be a special episode sort of like a hidden episode yeah we'll talk about Daniel Custis another time okay okay. because I have a lot of questions about his relationship with his father but we'll get into that at another time so she was so hot to trot he was really into her yeah, and he had a lot of money. And so she and she didn't have as much money as him, but she learned how to manage property and money. Because she could read and write, don't forget. Yeah, which, <laughs> which again, not expected of women of that time. Yeah. So it's it's it so was she shocking. She was kind of a renegade. She could read and yep, write. That's right. As a middle class person, we're gonna assume she's middle class, could read and write, could manage money, mm-hmm. and was a female. Like, whoa. Totally. That's All of this is ac- super out. Super shocking. Yeah. Yeah. And so, it's Gemini, it's that Gemini bullshit. <laughs> she can just balance it all. Because yeah. it's like, you're one person, yeah, I, who knows, yeah. Okay, but then something happens when she's 25. Drama. Yeah. <laughs> so, Martha becomes a widow. She becomes a widow at 25. Could you mean a widow at 25? No, I think this is something I'm going to quote this book okay. a very wealthy widow. widow. Oh. Perhaps the wealthiest in the Virginia colony. That's <laughs> so kind of insane. No, obviously, I can't imagine being a widow at 25. Obviously, I can't imagine being the wealthiest widow in all of Virginia at 25. <laughs> okay, no, these are all things I can't yeah. imagine. So she was quite a catch, is what they say. She was quite a catch. 
she because right, now she inherited all of Daniel's money. Yeah. I wonder how he died. Do you think she killed him? Stop. <laughs> Wait. Okay. That's. I'm just saying she could read and write and manage money, and women couldn't do that. So could she murder? I don't want to start rumors, but I'm just saying it's suspicious. Okay, okay, so that's in the bonus episode of Daniel Custis. We will be discussing <laughs> we'll his death. We will discuss death. it. But also, let's not forget, he was, okay, so if they, she, he was 38 when they got married. And what's that? Oh, seven years later. Seven years later, she becomes a widow. <gasps> so he was a he was like, Yeah, he was old. Like, he was like, I mean, what was he, 45? Oh, it was time. It office. was time. <laughs> no, I take back my, he, she did not murder him. It was a luck. Thing. Did she, was it a long game for her to marry an older man? Yes. Yeah. I want to say she was cunning enough to do that, but she did not murder him. I'm Does it make me feel sick to my stomach that 38 was an older man? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, I mean, because, yeah, I'm going to die soon. Yeah. We were in Virginia Colony, even as a wealthy woman. Yeah. She lives till really later. But she we'll does. Get, we'll get to really that later. later. Okay. Which, anyway, yeah. so he, so she becomes this widow and she's quite a catch. She meets Colonel George Washington. What a stud. So, the, again, our, our book, our resource book, yes. um, the quote is, he was a hunk. Yeah. <laughs> a great horseman and a great uh, athlete, I think they refer to And a him. dancer. And a dancer, and he could dance. And he was six foot two <laughs> when most men of that time were five foot eight or five foot nine. So I wonder how tall she was. Do you think she was like mini? Do you think it was like Oh, she was probably five two. What's so that? Um, there's like a couple right now. There's like a basketball player. Selena Gomez is dating a basketball player. Do you think it was like that? Like Selena? Oh, I hope so. I, <laughs> so side note about me, there's nothing I love more than to look at couples that have very vast difference in heights. Like, it just, it really tickles me. It makes me crack up. That's amazing. I just find it really entertaining to look at photos of that. So that's what I assume these two are like. But I love that he could dance. He was kind of a fancy man and a hunk. Like, the way, could you imagine a hunk in 17, no, whatever this that's is, 50? Hot. It's hot. I mean, like well, with his knickers. But and like it does say shoes. that he, because she had so much money, she was actually the catch. Oh, right, because he was just, like, a lonely He colonel. was like, just a lonely colonel. So, wait, I gotta also, do some like, history now. Why so is seven... colonel spelled that way? I mean, truly, like, I can't... It makes no sense to me. That's not how you spell colonel. Yeah, I know. Could you imagine <laughs> learning that word as a kid? Never. Like, when, in history class? I don't t- I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not teaching that word to my kids. There's no way. Never. Because <laughs> no they're not going to believe it. No. <laughs> Generation, whatever they are, they're going to I can't afford the children to think I'm lying to them. That's not something <laughs> yeah, that we can yeah. afford at There's this point. There's already such trust issues during, like, COVID and pandemic times. You can't teach them that that's how you spell colonel. There's no way. Okay, 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 okay. Um, so I think they married in 1759, if I'm not Oh, mistaken. wow. Okay, you have a date. That's great. Um, on January 6th, which I'll get to later. Because oh. there's a funny, why I think that date's funny. Oh, I love um, Okay. But I forgot where I was going with this. Oh, the, ki- the kids. We have to talk about the kids. She has four kids when she marries George Washington. Oh, yeah. So George Washington has stepchildren, which is funny to me. And he was younger than her. So she was 27. He was 26. Yes. Which I think is funny. So here's this wealthy woman. Wealthy old woman. Like, wealthy, like, like wealthy the old, old like, cougar. Like, truly. Rolling in with four stepkids who, and you know, if you watch any television, they're a nightmare, the stepkids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George... Colonel George. Colonel George. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hates them, I'm sure. No, he can't. I mean. Yeah, so all these kids eventually die. We're not going to go through the, the ages. It's, but, it's sad, but it's like, uh, no, yeah, it's sad. Colonel George yeah. Washington, though, does have a, a connection with one of them goes to war with him at one point. But anyway. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they get married and they 
they she has four kids she has a lot of money and she is like head over heels with this like really good dancer hunk which is like so exciting like what like i love I'm that just envision- so the the tale is that he they they crossed paths before they they officially that's started right courting oh, yes, that's each right. other or he started courting her so he knew her her first husband i'm assuming but whatever so he's dead the first husband colonel george is like this is my chance to swoop in after two, like, official hangouts, whatever they called it back in the day, they get engaged. <laughs> Moving quickly. Yes. And I'm just, I'm a little concerned about Martha's mindset because she's the rich one again. She has and, to lose here. Not yeah. George. No, no, no. George, George is just the hottie. He's just the hottie down the street. Down the street. That's right. Knickers That's right. And Martha's the rich lady with the four kids. Yes. And also, it says, once you got married in those days, everything went to the husband. So, Nothing are we belonged to it? Absolutely not. 100% not. <laughs> but it is, an, it is interesting because she wasn't actually even supposed to inherit the money from Custis. He wow. just forgot to write his will. Uh, <laughs> Wait. Okay, See, so this, this is... This. Back to the murder. <laughs> See, so now the fact that she killed him. Okay, 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 okay. <sighs> All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, there's nothing I can say to that. There's nothing I can say. There's nothing I can say. All I'm saying is that he didn't write a will, and so all the money went to Martha. I know that we're getting hung up on this money issue, but it was so abnormal for a woman to have power back in those days, yeah. and this money and gave her power. Whatever. Anyway, she and gets she married. And she held a slave. So not only did she have right, she liquid assets, or whatever they called it, she had, they had so many slaves. That's and then George was combined in his many slaves, so like boom, slave factory was happening uh, on their gosh. plantation. Problematic, but we have to talk about it. Yeah. This was the time. Um, okay, so Washington adopts all of the children, which is we very sweet. We love that. Um, and you know, he was gonna be the president. Now I don't think she knew that at the time. She was just like, I'm gonna marry this guy, but that's that's what happened. Now now, wait, it says that she um, was a very good mother. We love that about Martha. I w- I'm not surprised. I I mean, she was just, she just seems like she was, a, she seems like she was a really lovely person. She was always thinking about other people. There's, like, accounts of her later on in the war talking about how she would go down to different towns in Virginia and, like, knit socks for soldiers and things like that. Yeah, so, and didn't she take this... Might have to fact check this because yeah. this is like from recesses of my memory. Which my, we, love, we, memory. Love, we love, we love, we love. But I feel like she, there's a story that she took care of the soldiers yes. who had yellow fever, including Alexander Hamilton, which Lynn, you forgot that in the play, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, bonus track. <laughs> yes. About she, that story. That's what they, they almost, they called her house like a fraternity house kind of. Like yeah. her house was like where people would go to kind of like get better, get well. She would take care of them. I mean, do you think no, she probably wants to take care of them? <laughs> she encouraged and forced her slaves to yes, take yes, care yes, of yes, them. Yes, 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 yes. She provided a situation in which they were being taken <laughs> yeah, care yeah, yeah. of, okay? Yeah. I, I mean, we all know. Yeah, it's, it's hard to say. We, again, I mean, to quote Lena Dunham, we weren't there. We don't know. Yeah. We, we don't know. Yeah. So we just, and listen, it was the time. I'm not saying it's right. It's yeah. very wrong. But this was the world they grew up in, and this was how she, you know, uh, how they did things. That's right. That's right. Oh, but here's something interesting. At a point, she does. Um, they she does have to start writing letters to Washington because he's of course fighting the war. Oh right. She, so where are they fighting at this point? She well maybe he was just in that. maybe he was just in like Yorktown, Philadelphia or some there's shit. There's a song about Yorktown. <laughs> <laughs> 
all my revolutionary war uh, history knowledge comes from Hamilton Place. Okay, so. mine comes from the Betsy Ross Museum in Philadelphia. Great museum. Wait, such a good museum. I know. I just went there recently. Love that's it. where I got my needlepoint from. Okay, see, you're going to crunch it. We're going to get it. Check the Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm teaching myself needlepoint. Um, yeah, so. I think they were up north, assuming. So yeah, she yeah. had to write letters because she was still on the plantation in Virginia, right? She um, burned all those letters later on. See, do you think she revealed the murder? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> this theory is so Could good. You imagine fine. We yeah, there's, she killed him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I could you imagine being the history. Historian, not the history person. Historian that found those letters. Like I wonder. No, well what she, was she writing no. So the reason that she burned them is because she they un she wanted George Washington's, um, like, what's it called? Uh, legacy? Reputation, yeah. legacy to be completely unvarnished. What were they? Writing I don't about? know. I don't know. But I'm dying to know because. But I mean, I bet you. Okay, but unvarnished back then. Okay, because like this is this this is like. The tip of the patriarchy, right? So, like, unvarnished oh, back then yeah. is probably, like, I was really upset last night. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. no, 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 no. Like, men can't get upset. Was, like, we can't, like, yeah, like we can't have them know. died in his arms. And yeah. he, like... Shed a, shed a single tear. Yeah. And he wrote that down. And she was like, hey, babe, yeah. no way can this be in the history book. No, it can't. Absolutely not. That's right. You're a hunk. You're a horseman. You're an athlete. Right. And a great dancer. Yeah. And you did not cry. <laughs> Like, that was her vibe. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like unvarnished. Now, again, murder, possible. <laughs> but unvarnished, like, I feel like maybe that's what it was. Maybe mm-hmm. she just really wanted to keep him as we all know him and see him, which is this, like, larger-than-life figure. Yeah. I kind of like that they wrote letters, though. I wish that was art world. Yeah, that would be amazing. Next I mean, I guess it's email. Right. Like, I could be famous one day and I want Here's the my thing. varnish pass. Well, yes. To be written down. Our varnish pass are on Instagram, Elise. I don't really think no, it's an it's issue. A valid point. I mean, I'm, I'm claiming Martha Washington committed murder on a podcast, so it's uh, my pass is out there. My lies and rumors are out there. Well, it does say um, she. Wait, she had. Okay, so she does start. So I don't think that George is president, right? Yeah, no, right. Still fight in the war. Yeah, obviously. but she does feel like their life is not private enough. So she did have some weird privacy, which I think is really important to talk about because this is something that comes back over and over and over again with these poor women: is that right. their lives are not their lives anymore. And it's like with any celebrity, I guess. But like, they didn't necessarily choose this. Obviously, like Michelle Obama's talked publicly about how like that was really hard for her to like right. lose all anonymity or the the small bit that she had when her husband became president so I think that that's something that a lot of people come back to because right. we see these men as larger than life figures and then their their wives have to kind of measure up but it's, it's like almost impossible because yeah it's like an impossible feat no one is is larger than life in that yeah. way. So and it's going to be interesting to see that theme as we go mm-hmm. through the times and get closer to modern day as the media changes and as mm-hmm. the public perception changes. Because right now, Martha, I mean, she's, she could do whatever she wanted with this role. They didn't even yes. call her first lady. That's so right. whatever they, they called these women or her. Um, 
you know, she kind of laid that foundation. And then, of course, it changed as time went on. But it's interesting to see how that theme is still... Totally. No matter what and, level it was at. Right. And how party. some people want it to... Want it... Like, some people curate it in a lot of ways. Like, we talk... Like, LBJ. Like, yeah. like his wife recorded phone conversations and you can listen to them. And she wants you to listen Highly to them. Highly recommend the Lady <laughs> Johnson uh, <laughs> Presidential <laughs> Library in Texas. If you're ever in the, Let's just say the Lady Bird Johnson episode is going to be, like, three episodes. I mean, yeah. there's absolutely no doubt. We might have to go to Texas post-COVID to I, record Yeah, that is going to be a lot But, I mean, like, episodes. you think about her and, like, even Jackie Kennedy has phone, reco- like, conversations recorded because yeah. they kind of wanted to curate this image, and I feel like her version of that is, like, getting rid of everything so that, like, you mm-hmm. know nothing, and you, we just, like, are yeah. these facts in history. I don't know. But, anyway, she um, did – she, she uh, talks about – Oh wait. Oh yeah. So then, okay. So then, during the war, her some one of her children, two of her children die because they were in war. One of them was in war, and one of them was the girl, and she just dies. And the oh, the, she's the one that had epilepsy. Yeah, and she, George and her were really, really close, and that was really devastating to him. And he was still oh, having to fight, which yeah. was sad. Her name was Patsy. I love that. Getting up from really the dining room table. Oh my god, that's so sad. She yeah. just died. Good. What? I know I feel like people were just dropping dead left and right because of the times and like I mean you catch a cold you're dead I know 100% there's no modern well especially around Martha (laughs) interesting who who did she convince in the kitchen I'm just kidding we cannot be no she only killed the husband she loved her kids she loved her kids she loved her kids she loved her kids okay so the so okay they they get home from the war, whatever, whatever. They, <laughs> whatever, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> the war is happening. We're trying to free ourselves from the king of England. We're, whatever. We're doing the best we fucking can. Oh, sorry. I already said a curse word. This podcast. Okay. We have to do okay. it. Okay. It gets insane. It gets so crazy. Yeah. So um, Martha is quoted as saying that she thinks the presidency will literally kill George. So right off the bat, yes. as we'll see these, um, okay, I have two theories about that. Yes. Interesting, she's already, I mean, we, <laughs> we, we keep coming back to it, it's something we'll explore later. Yes, 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 yes. She didn't kill George. No, but there's no way. We'll see as the themes go on of these women, they really, really understand the, the chaos that a presidency brings to their lives, but I don't think the men recognize that. Because they're just like, boom, I'm going to be a leader, everyone's going to love me, I'm going to be famous. Wait, but so the you don't think have the knowledge of like, whoa, this is gonna fuck things up for us. Like, you don't think the men know oh oh okay. So you don't think the men know it's gonna be tough on the relationship? Um, maybe, but not as astutely as, as the, the women. women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, women no, 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 I hear you. Yeah. That not only the relationship, but their privacy, yes. the family in general, and yes. like all the changes that have to happen. Because who's handling these changes? <laughs> of course. The women. Well and also the ones that are dealing with the kids yes. and you know, the mm-hmm. organizing of mostly these weird parties that they have to put on yes. eventually. Yes, You know, all that stuff and, like, their outfits are criticized. Yep, yes. And all this stuff. So I think the dudes are just like, oh, my God, I'm going to be president. I'm going to be, you know, you know, he was just like, boom, 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 I'm in a war, now I'm president. That's and right. And she's like, oh, wow, this is, like, a lot of stress. No, it is. <laughs> We're starting a country. <laughs> it's very stressful. Truly, no, truly. I mean, I think, so. okay, so that's something to talk about because I think that, not only is the the pressure of the relationship, but also the pressure of like, what are you gonna do with this job? Which I think, 
um, wasn't even really addressed until like way later. Like when you see things like the Betty Ford Center or like, you know, like things like that. But, but really early on, Martha Washington was having parties every Friday. Oh, right. In the White House? In the White House. Whatever their house was. Yeah. She was having parties every Friday and she, these parties were for anyone that wanted to come. They could just come by and she... They weren't living in the White House. They were living in their house in Virginia. And she would have these gatherings. And it all it says that as long as you were dressed well, you could come to the party. And she would host. So regular folk were showing yeah. up as long as they had their boutonnieres. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it's interesting because it's like, again, oh my God, so Gemini maybe. Like it's interesting because she's just like, <laughs> I have to be this public figure. I have to host these parties. Yeah. Also, I'm like desperately trying to stay private in my life. Yeah. But it's weird that she's like out hosting parties. I mean, I think that's like, I don't know. Have you ever been to Mount Vernon? No. Have you? You should go. Is it amazing? No, no you haven't been. Go. Oh, we definitely should. Yeah, of course. Of I'm course. sure it's a museum now, right? It has to be. Yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. But I think that this is a really, you know, this is something that um, a lot of women, Abigail Adams and a few of the other ladies early on would emulate. They would have these parties because it was set in stone as like something that you did as like the president's wife. Yeah. And you know, it's it allows a type of access into a private life that, like, we don't really deserve. I don't right. think we deserve that. Like, I think that that's what's complicated about the presidency. And, like, it's, you know, you want your president to be a good... Obviously, you want your president to be, like, a good person. And you want uh, the family to be, like, uh, out for good causes and things like that. Yeah. But, like... Do we deserve access to their house every Friday? I don't think so. Yeah, I, yeah, I understand that. And I think it, it definitely changes as, you know, when they move into what we know today as the White House and the People's House. And I think that mm. was the whole point of the democracy that they wanted to start was that it was the people choosing this person because the king was so unattainable. Yes, that's right. That, you know, you're they right. They were yes, so yes, rich yes. and fancy. And then, you know, here comes... Colonel George and he's just like a regular dude who which then turns into the people's house which we've seen different Mm -hmm. ebbs and flows of it throughout history of how transparent presidents were and how much access the White House had and like even just like something about like reading the logs of who visits there and like the tours that go through Mm -hmm. you know that that's the whole point of I think even in modern like day when we're like hey, we can, we're the ones that hire you. you right, know, so like, right, right. With that sentiment, I think that gives people, oh, you're actually ours to look at and to nice. judge. and Which is not, a, we shouldn't be judging them in that way, I'm saying, but I think that's where that comes from. So yeah. there's, a, there's a point, I think, yeah, we should have access to it, and it is the people's house, and it's our government that we're, I mean, ideally, uh-huh. elected in and all that stuff. Right. But to your point, does that mean we get to scrutinize these families and, hope that they have parties that these fancy people can go to. <laughs> well, no, you're so right. And I guess I, like, I'm for, I'm sort of, like, I'm forgetting where we are in history because it's, like, the they wanted to get as far away from the aristocracy as they could. Yeah, this right? is right so after it's like, that. Yeah, so yeah. it's, like, like, they didn't even, 
I don't I don't even think I think George Washington didn't even want a separate name like I don't even think he wanted to be called wasn't there something where like there was up for debate what he was going to be called and like he, probably yeah. like because it was like sir or something you know who yeah. knows but like it was there were all these different names that were like up on the table for what the president was going to be called and George was like whatever the most low-key thing is because yeah. I want to get far like as far away from the yeah. aristocracy and as I, possible yeah and I think you know starting the government from the very beginning it was like all right we won the war and now how you know they were really the first family that was developing this system like the whole even mm-hmm. the two-term thing like he chose to That's step right. down I mean now we're getting into George Washington which we'll yeah. get back to Martha yeah but you know he chose <laughs> to step down which she was super glad about to bring it back to her because yeah none of these women wanted to be their husband to be president as you said before yeah. she said this is gonna kill you <laughs> so like I think this is this is a really interesting first lady to talk about first obviously because she is first in line but yeah it really was the origin of this role that there was no precedent for. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't think, I mean, in my life, there's nothing that I will do, I think I can safely say, that I will be the first staff, you know? Because, <laughs> yeah, like, we're yeah, so yeah. far along in time. Right, right, right. I'm an totally. average person. Like, what What am I going to do that's, like, I'm really establishing this role? Oh, totally. I mean, so I think about that, like, no, yeah, 100%. I think about that, like, I mean, yeah, I think about even, like, when the people came over on the Mayflower like there was complete civilization here in North America obviously but it looked so it looked so different right and it was like so not European it's like when we go travel to cities like there's still roads and stuff you know what I mean like to to get to a place where it's like so brand new and you have to start um something over well at least if you're looking to start something that like feels very familiar but you're like given like a blank slate it's it or you think you're given a blank slate. It's it's tricky, you know, it's really tricky. But yeah, I mean, but another thing that I think is really interesting that I think that allowed Martha this like transparent, or not allowed, but like kind of she had the transparency is because people knew so much about her personal life to begin with. Because yeah. this was so abnormal for a woman to have become a widow at so young and then get so much money and then all at, at, in the you know by the time she's married to Washington and he becomes president many of her children have died right and so I think people really thought that she was this like very sympathetic character and they felt like yeah. so many of these other women had sons or husbands that were in the war and had died you know and so it be, it, it sort of like yeah invents this like open door policy of the presidency and I, I just think that we that started so long ago. You know, like, we wonder where that came from, and it came from yeah. this woman. It really did. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about. Ugh, it's so insane. Yeah. But anyway, I really think we need to talk about these parties, because these parties were where it was at. And all yeah. she wanted to do was host, and... So she had these parties every Friday, and it was, as long as you could dress nice, you can come. So I'm assuming it was, I'm going to say the villagers. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, excuse my, uh, the two-day about that. But, um... <laughs> Like, normal people were just rolling up into the party yeah. as long as they were dressed nice. Uh, I wonder if it... I have questions. Like, No, of course. Was it sit-down? Was it, like, past order? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you it was both. I bet you it was so cool. See, this is the Mold thing, though. Martha on. was trying to be chill. Like, I bet you there was, like, a rustic vibe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. lots of rustic. Um, It is... She- it I'm is sure like Iron Garden vibes, and she's like, "Storeboard is fine." Yeah, I know. <laughs> like if, she, if you can't make, you know, the the sourdough, right, 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 right. Uh, scratch 
scoreboard is fine. It's so fine. It's like, fine. You know. I, I think it's also important to make very clear Martha Washington was not doing no. anything. <laughs> she was a party She yeah. just walked around with a clipboard if they had clipboards back yeah. then. Yeah. Bossing <laughs> everyone else around is what I envisioned. Right, right, right. Um, but I think that it's really yeah. important to talk about her invention because she invented something that was um, so, really legendary. Yeah. So, as we were doing our initial research on Martha, she's crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> she... she she loved culinary. Cul- culinary giant. Let's. Yeah. I. I mean, really hard. We have to say it. We have yeah. to say it. So, <laughs> there. There's this. Uh, not rumored. It's. It's fact. They found the recipe. Uh, it's in um, colonialwilliamsburg.org. Yeah. I found the recipe. So there's my footnote. Which of, we've been to. We have been there. Important to say. That will be another bonus. Yeah. Episode, we need to talk about colonial Williamsburg in general. <laughs> Um, so she made this great cake. Well, again, yeah. she, I'm saying she made, I'm sure the kitchen staff made it, but yes. for these purposes, we'll say she. She made this great cake. Um, it was made every 12th night, um, <laughs> from Christmas. So Christmas is the 25th and then 12 days later, it's January 6th, which is also their wedding anniversary. Oh my gosh. So I love that. Was, I guess back in the day... I don't know anything about Christmas besides the day of. <laughs> but I guess you counted stuff afterwards for Christmas. To oh, get to okay. Like... I thought it was the before with the advent calendars because you get chocolate. I'm just like, if it doesn't have to do with chocolate, I'm really not interested. Really with that comes that. the holidays. Yeah. So just... There's something with like, I guess because they walked around a lot in Jesus' time. Like, because you couldn't oh, just like fly Oh, I don't know anything about so him. Okay. Like, travel. Okay. Again, right. This could be very <laughs> off. But for whatever reason, post Christmas Day as the 25th. We need a fact check intern. Does it, <laughs> who wants to be our intern? We need a we'll fact say, check we'll intern. We'll send an email address. Please send us your resume. Um... <laughs> Sponsored by ZipRecruiter. <laughs> <laughs> Password float as for your discount. <laughs> um, so yeah, whatever. There's drama after the 25th yes. and the sixth day. It was a special day in, in their calendar that they followed and also their wedding anniversary. So boom, here comes the great cake. The great cake, yeah. So now, okay. But now we have to say these parties were getting big. Yeah, so maybe <laughs> this makes sense. Yeah. Now that we know that she had these like village bashes. Right, right, right. But if anyone knows anything about, you know, the simplest forms of how to bake something, yeah, just listen to these uh, these counts of things and just tell me how you feel about it. Okay. So, as Claire was a great baker, she was shocked when I told her. Shocked. This, this I was, I was. So, this is all you need. All you need. 40 eggs. Four. Four zero eggs. 40 Four. eggs. D-N. And mind you, you're not rolling to Trader Joe's to get these eggs. No, these are chickens. These are chickens in the yard. So maybe this is why they needed so much time after Christmas. You gotta collect them. (laughs) That's right, that's right, that's right. You couldn't just roll and get 40 eggs at the market. Did you know that chickens, okay, this is, I think, real. Chickens are always trying to make a dozen eggs. So they it, automatically make a dozen eggs. They're always trying to make a dozen eggs. So if you get to 11 and then you just take one, they'll, they'll lay another one. And then you take it and you, like, trick the chickens. I have a lot of questions about negotiation <laughs> yeah. in general. Like, how interesting. I know, I know. I think that's true. It's a fun fact. I mean, that's amazing. Most people are not letting it get to the point where their chicken is laying 11 eggs and they so don't the know chicken... about them. But, like, most, because most times, okay, my friend has chickens and, like, when, like, they go out in the morning and they just, like, take the four eggs. No big deal. And so they're always laying more eggs. Oh. So if you let a chicken lay 12, then they'll just walk away from their little chair or whatever they lay the eggs on. <laughs> the chair. 
Can we just please like a tiny chicken chair? Oh, I love it. A little tiny chicken chair. That's so hilarious. I don't know what they do if you let them lay 12. Whatever, it doesn't. I, all I'm saying is that's just a random fact about chickens. Yeah. It took time to get these 40 eggs. It certainly did. Yeah, so this is, you know, why you had to wait till the six. That's right. So 40 eggs, wild. So many. Four pounds of sugar. Four pounds of butter, which again, you had to churn, uh, right? I think the sugar ratio, sugar-butter ratio is identical. I feel like that. Yeah, and the churning of the butter. Yeah. Also, you tell me if this makes sense, if these mm-hmm. ratios okay. make sense, because yeah. this is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> five and a half pounds of flour. Wow. And then five and a half pounds of currants, nutmeg, and mace, which I'm assuming is another spice. <laughs> what, I don't know what mace is. I don't know. Am I pronouncing that right? Mace? What, how, how is it spelled? M-A- M-A-C-E. Mace, make, mace. It must be me. I who knows? I mean, yeah, I just because... know mace like I'm gonna spray in your eye if you're trying to rob me. But well, I mean, it's always a soft C if it's followed by a vowel, right? <laughs> so I have a picture of this cake again. I can't. This is an audio format, but um, it looks like she made some buttercream. Yeah, like maybe the butter comes from that. Wait, can I see that? There's looks like there's still. Oh, it's the currants Those that are, are the in currants. There. Yeah. Oh, so wow. it's like a fruit cake, I'm assuming, yeah. of sorts. Because if there's like nutmeg, it kind of has that like winter. Where are you getting spice. currants at that time? Because you have to let the currants dry out. Again, good question. <laughs> so like she prepped for this yeah, cake. Yeah, it's true. But my question is just like, oh, there's a whole recipe. Oh, so like, it's, I'm not going to read this whole recipe, but you like, you separate the eggs, so you're whisking some of the whites and the yolks. Oh my and, God, can you imagine how much But whisking? it takes 30 minutes to whisk it because there's no electric mix. That's mixer. what I'm saying. And your arm... I mean, that is, like, buff. She yeah. must have been buff. I mean, okay, again, she is not You cooking. just soaked I think the it's brandy, the currants and brandy, which they left that out of the recipe, which is odd. Wow. Um, but, I mean, look at this adorable cake. <gasps> oh. But that doesn't look okay, like 40 Okay, that's not, that, okay, I just want to show you what Elise is showing you right now. <laughs> it is a very small and sort of, like, reasonably sized bunt cake. Yeah, so I wonder if they just made large batches of this dough or batter and then... Put it in little buns. Uh, uh, who knows? I don't know. But I mean, she had a few village. <laughs> she, she did. Now, I want to talk about the thing that... Now, this cake was very special, but I want to talk about the thing that she... They think that she invented. Um, ice cream. Culinary they think she invented... Giant. <laughs> so, like, what... Okay. So, I mean, okay. she had all these... Is, eggs and ice cream? Yes, eggs are okay, in so ice cream. She had a lot of eggs. She, she and she did sugar. have a lot of cream, tons of cream and sugar. So much cream and no, sugar. so what they would do is they would mix this thing up and then they would go get ice from like the river down the street and combine them. And apparently it was George Washington's favorite thing to eat. But I don't know if they even had a name for it. I know. What do you think he called it? Like, I mean, I mean, it was ice, ice cream. cream. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's insane. No, I. Crazy. A recipe during first lockdown yeah. of because um, I really wanted ice cream. Yeah. It was dark days and couldn't uh, <laughs> leave the house. I couldn't go get the ice cream. Right, right, right. But, and I don't have an uh, ice cream maker. Yeah, at home, yeah, yeah. So I was like, there has to be a way to make ice cream. So there's all these recipes of how to make ice cream without the churning. Sure, situation. sure, sure. Did I try it? No, so I can't tell you how much it worked. But I assumed it would be like a soupy. No, you can do it. When I was little, well, we had an ice cream maker, but we would make ice cream, and you just and you can do it without an ice cream maker. But I guess the what was what was different about Martha is that well, she had never seen it. Like George Washington just wanted a cold treat. Like I just don't really understand. No, I always wonder like. It was an accident. I, I love that he had a sweet tooth. I just love that he had a sweet tooth. He's a hog. He loves dancing. I think he even had a crush on George Washington. Like, I know. He was six foot two, a horseman and athletic, 
could dance. Seriously. And he was poor. Like, and I he also, like, didn't, that. he also, like, d- oh, now we're talking about George again. God, this is, like, the Bechtel test. Like, we, like, can we not, we can't even pass the Bechtel test if we're talking about the first ladies. But no, but here's what I'll say about George is, like, he was not falling into this patriarchal bullshit. No. Like, the, he was, he married an older woman. Yeah. Interesting. Who's richer than him? That's right. Who was a widow? And had babies with other men, so, like, kind of scandalous, I assume, That's what I'm saying. Like, clearly has had sex with other men. Yeah, so anyway, whatever. Back to Martha. She invented ice cream. He has a sweet tooth. We love that. So those are two, like, those are, like, the cake and the ice cream. You know, Martha sort of left her mark. (laughs) We love that about her. She was, I think that she ultimately did leave a legacy for the first ladies about what it takes to kind of manage these two worlds, right? Because you have your marriage, which is incredibly, I mean, marriages are, it's so, it's crazy. Like, it's so hard. Like, marriage is crazy. And so any long-term relationship is crazy, right? So you have this marriage that you're trying to preserve, but then you also have this, like, symbolism that you're trying to preserve. And she sort of decided that the things that she was going to do were going to make herself somewhat transparent, throw parties, invent, invent <laughs> ice, ice cream. cream. We also have to remember, um, which this will change as we get closer to modern day, these ladies were super fucking young. So young. Like, okay, I know, she met him so when she true. was in her 20s. So, you know, war, war, war happens, presidents. She's probably in her mid-30s, I'm assuming. Yes. I don't know the timeline off the top of my head. That's still insane. That's like you and I no, being first no. ladies. Can you imagine? But, I no. still have Can't even gaps. get this apartment together. <laughs> Can't even get the apartment together. Yeah, so, like, they're... And, again, I know, you know, they're going to die in five years anyway at that point. Because, like, 30, <laughs> you're, like, an old person. But that's, like, really friggin' young. Totally. Totally. To be... <laughs> so upset <laughs> um, You're really young to be going through this, which is just insane to me. And that yeah. will change as we go on. But we have to remember these first batch of, of first ladies, yes. if you will. Yes, yes. Um, they're kids. They are, I mean, totally young women, and it's, it's pretty wild. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, she, I think she just was not, I think, I think she was interested in being sort of like the every woman, like kind of like an every man type of thing where she could like be there for everyone. She wanted to like knit socks for the soldiers. She wanted to throw parties for people that like couldn't maybe throw their own parties. Like she was committed to that, but I think that there was also parts of this that she like Hated because I guess the other thing about being first lady and you know like you you can't turn it off. Yeah. You know like when I leave work I'm sort of done. Right. And it's like you can't turn it off. And I think that that is that was really challenging to go from like a woman who's just like raising her kids Mm. da 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 and then it's like now she's like it's been turned on its head and I think that that is and she like got to set the precedent for what that would look like. And I think that, yeah. like, when you think about, like, what we expect out of the first ladies now, we expect them to throw parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We expect them to, like, have a cause for the people, right. whether it's knitting socks or, like, inventing <laughs> ice yeah. cream. And we expect them to be perfect wives and have perfect marriages. Yeah. That's it. A lot. Oh, so much. That's and again, so they're, much. They're and a mom. Most yeah. of them are mothers. Yeah. And they're so young, right? Like, some of... Yeah. And most so of the time, intense. they're trying to survive because a lot of them die. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so stop, many of them die. Stop, stop. Um, but I yeah. love, so, the this legacy part. The, yeah. In this book, they, they give a brief legacy. So, Patricia Brady, who is one of the 
the um, people who are talking about Martha. <laughs> this is my favorite part. So uh, Martha Washington was the first, and she was one of the best. That's right. Uh, she was able to help George Washington make it through the American Revolution and then two awful to <laughs> So, like, George hated his life with the pizza. Martha hated it. But you know what? She she helped him out. And she did it. She yeah. did it. It's important to know how smart and how powerful she was and how dependent he was on her. Wow, yeah. Again, look at him squashing the patriarchy. He was trying. His achievements were his achievements, but having her there with him made them more possible. Oh. See, and I don't think people respected Martha for that. No. Nope. Which, you know, we'll see later on, too. I think the other women tried to, or not tried to, were smarter than their husbands. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into. Um, and, you know, turned the neck of the presidency. Yeah, totally. But, uh, yeah, so Martha really, like you were saying, started this, and she started with the clean slate, and I think she was... Let's do this. Let's do this. If you could give Martha advice, what do you think you would give her? (gasps) This is the perfect way to end this. This is going to be good. This is going to be good. If you could give Martha advice. If I could give Martha advice. Is she uh, first lady at this point or just young Martha? Oh, oh, that's a good question. If we could give these women advice pre-first lady. Pre-first lady. Okay. Maybe we should do pre and post. Okay. So pre-first lady, I would say... Maybe don't kill your husband. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Don't commit murder when you're so young. It's going to come back and haunt you. Yeah. <laughs> two girls, two women, <laughs> who are going to be so bored one day. Two are going to start a podcast about Flotus. And there is a group that you better give her I'm just saying. So be careful okay. who you marry. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and, then, and then post First Lady... Um, get a kitchen scale. Yeah. <laughs> oh I think your your cake recipes wild. I think you wasted a lot of ingredients. And I'm just hoping that you uh yeah get a kitchen scale. Oh god, that's you, so you funny. need to bake with a proper scale. <laughs> okay, okay, that was good. Okay, if what I could get okay, let me think. <laughs> They're not gonna be as good as that. There's just no way. Okay, if I could give. Martha advice pre pre first lady. Um, I would say don't go out so much because I feel like if she had just laid low, people wouldn't have expected her to like put on these parties. Yeah, she started too big. Too it, soon. She yeah. went too big too too soon. But it was that's like her. That was her personality. But Gemini. that would be my advice. Gemini. And then post. I would say, oh, oh, I know. Free your slaves, okay? Your husband did it. <laughs> your husband did it. Yeah. You wouldn't. And that is problematic. And yeah. we are grateful for you. And we are also here to reveal your secrets, Martha. So that's my advice. Um, this was a riot. We're going to talk next about Abigail Adams, who... She was the first feminist. She was the best. We can't wait. She's the favorite. That was awesome. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) Woohoo!